This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. David Housel described it best, we are living the whole of the Auburn experience. That can be quantified and qualified in a variety of different ways through different people, different times, different venues and places, different uh, opportunities and experiences. But at its heart, at its core, it is all about the sports, the Auburn culture, and the Auburn family. And because it's about family, well, it makes sense. We got to have some of those people in here to do a show about it. So I am your host again, back from the holidays, Kyle Loomis, and in the saddle with me, Austin Scott. Look in, if for those of you on the viewing portion of this podcast are seeing a very spiffy microphone, a very spiffy set of headphones, ladies and gentlemen, he looks like a professional podcaster. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Kyle. <laughs> Voice I'm glad to be here. Much. No, no, voice is definitely still the same. Uh, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to our listeners. I hope everybody is doing well and had a great Christmas and holiday season. Uh, Kyle, rate yours out of 10. How was your Christmas? My Chris, oh, my Christmas. You know, here's the thing. I I could actually get into things that we don't necessarily need to talk about on this this show because it's not really pertinent slash you know, we're not getting into all that. Austin knows about some of those things, but all things considered, this was actually a really good Christmas. Um, good. It was surprisingly uh, fun in some areas. This was the first year that we spent Christmas at our house, like actually woke up on Christmas yes. morning with our cats and, and actually got to go see family in our vicinity. Um, a lot of things have changed, you know, here at, at the old E2C network headquarters. And it was a lot of fun this year. Um, I will tell you, as I kind of said pre-show, I'm a little bit ashamed to say that I did not get anything Auburn for Christmas. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if that disqualifies me from doing this show, but I just wanted mm. you to know that. And I, I need to confess my sins to you. So I'll, I'll flip that. How was your Christmas slash what did you get for Auburn Christmas? Excellent. It was great. We This was also the first year we spent at our house Christmas morning. Uh, woke up here. Uh, obviously, the bo- twin boys first Christmas. Very exciting. Obby Cause did come to see everybody. Um, all things went well. Uh, Obby Cause did bring me an Auburn pullover. Um, Obby Cause uh, was good to us. And so it was a great Christmas. We were, it was, we were blessed. It happened really quickly. Um, but lots of good memories made. And uh, yeah, happy to be in a new year and plenty more to look forward to before the next Christmas. I will, you know, make sure I clarify. Abby Claus did visit. He just didn't. Yes. Me yeah. Auburn things. And which is OK. I think that's because I didn't do a good job of asking for them this year. Uh, frankly, sure. I, did, I didn't get really my list in to Abby Claus until like maybe 10 15 days before uh, Christmas. Uh, it, was, it was a bit of a r- busy time. And, uh, you know, listen, I uh, I always enjoy uh, getting Auburn stuff, but this was just not the year for that, apparently. So I will atone for that. I've already, I'll, I'll tell you this much. I noticed a lot of people on social media sharing a lot of books and stuff that they got related to Auburn this year. And yeah. I instantly just regret it. Every time I saw them post, I was like, I, I need that one. So I have a list that I've already made. Good. For- birthday for if you just want to give kyle a gift day uh and uh for christmas next year that i'll be asking about so if you guys listening uh watching and uh you know finding this clip off in future want to share what you got for uh christmas that's auburn related please do 
This is the portion of the show where we bounce around and do a little bit of Auburn potpourri. The reality is we've been gone for two weeks plus. Way too much has happened for us to be able to cover everything. But we are going to talk about one thing that literally just before we recorded this show going live was the news that just dropped. Auburn University's marching band is the official winner of the Metallica marching band competition. Was there any other choice, folks? I watched no. some of those other videos, and nothing comes close to the coordination. Trash. To the, Wow, he went to the trash <laughs> level. I wasn't going to say it, but Look, if go ahead. I We support the Auburn University marching band. I don't support all those other bands. <laughs> I'll say it right now. I mean, look, I wasn't going to be that harsh about it. I was just going to be kind and say, you know, I think everybody tried, but you just can't compare with the greatest marching band in the land. And when you combine Auburn engineering to Mm. use the lighting effects and who else, who else knows what other Auburn like departments capacities got involved in this project. We know all the marketing team was in on it. I mean, can we just give a full round of, you know, compliments to everybody involved, but especially the marching band support staff, the marching band members, the leadership, all of it. Congratulations. You guys earned it and you deserve it. I I don't know what else can be said about it, but I'm just so proud of this marching band. Absolutely. If you saw it in person, you knew how incredible it was. Uh, and all it took was uh, everyone else recognizing that and officially giving them uh, this award. So congratulations to band directors, the band students, Auburn Engineering, Auburn University, because this is it's a huge accomplishment uh, and one that is is right and one that should definitely have happened. I think we would uh, Definitely be crotchety old men had this not gone to Auburn's <laughs> way. Um, but really, congratulations to all involved and uh, incredibly well-deserved. Uh, I am so happy for them. It was beautiful, amazing to see it at nighttime. They did it during the quote-unquote daytime. We'll call it the, the almost dust time. But you didn't even get the true brilliance of it in that, but it still looked great. So if you haven't seen it, there are plenty of videos online. Of course, we'll request that you go check ours out too. But obviously, honor the Auburn University Band's official video if you want to get the full effect of everything there. They got some great over-the-head shots. Like I said, this is news we expected, but it doesn't make it any less fantastic. So congratulations to them. Something else that I'd like to bring up in potpourri, um, I want to give just congrats galore. Uh, In the NFL, by the way, uh, the playoffs Mm -hmm. are coming around the corner, and we might have some things to talk. It feels like every year there's an Auburn person in in the NFL game, it seems like. But I want to give a shout-out in the NFL game, into the Super Bowl. Kyle, come on, get it right. I want to give a shout-out to one Derek Brown, who, <laughs> if I have this correct, are you excited? Yes. <laughs> if I have this correct, became the record holder for most tackles by a defensive tackle in NFL history today with the Carolina Ever. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. I mean, I it's just – fantastic. It's well-deserved. He lived up to everything you could imagine from a five-star – as a Panthers fan, I'll tell you, he had plenty of opportunities for tackles because they're terrible, and there were people <laughs> running past him all year long. But it's a record that only he has. Kyle, the history of the NFL, that's a lot of defensive tackles and a lot of really good defensive tackles mm-hmm. and have the single-season record for Derek Brown. Uh, it's it's one of those things where you hear it, and it's like, okay, yeah, but it's you th- start thinking, and you're like, oh, my gosh, like 
how long has that record been standing and and how many did it take for him to get it so huge accomplishment by Derek brown uh really exciting and definitely something a lot of auburn people are proud of him for you know it's not often and when i say not often it's not like i'm not saying it never happens but what i'm talking about is we talk so much about these high school recruits coming in and being just hyped up you know they're five oh, yeah. stars and sometimes they live up to that but i feel like rare is the story where someone is hyped up coming from high school lives up to that hype throughout the college career not yeah. just like builds up to it i think like example carl lawson and who, who's had a season in the, he kind of built up he had the hype took a slow start injuries were a reason for that but built up to it Derek brown from the get day day one yep day one superstar here lived up to the billing i mean we all remember when he nearly took it back at florida if there wasn't a sniper up there in the swamp oh. that took him out on the fumble mm. recovery mm. and then gets to the nfl drafted high and just lives up to the billing there and he's what three four years into the league at this point what? yeah so, something like that it's just begun young we are talking about probably and I'm, I'm trying to think on the fly here auburn's best representative in the nfl right now in terms of prominence because he was up for the man a year award he's you know been he was highly regarded as a rookie is there anybody else in your mind that lives up to that billing other than Derek brown right now in terms of prominence, no, auburn representative no, I, cam's I, not there no cam's not there i think you could probably make an argument for Carlton Davis. I think his, his kind of productions kind of lacked a little bit in, in the last couple of years. That's taken him out as of the spotlight. Um, we know Noah Igbenogany is still doing well. And uh, man, I just thought of Darius Slayton still does well with the giants. Neil Dean. No. Yeah. All, yes. All I think DBs. Derek. Well, and the kickers, the Carlson yeah. brothers, I, I think Daniel might have Derek Brown beat in that area, but I mean, he's a kicker. He kicks sixty-yard bombs. Hey, hey, That's hey! What are you saying everywhere. about kickers, sir? There's a kicker right I'm, here. I'm saying him. that it's it's uh, there's an opportunity for him to maybe get a little more recognition than than <laughs> the big the big boys up front. Sometimes That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's a fair point. It's fair. We got a lot of great representatives, but one of the best ones, and deservedly Absolutely. so after this big thing today. Uh, Derek Brown, your leading tackle getter for a defensive tackle in NFL history. Congratulations to him. That's going to do it for Auburn Potpourri. We have got a lot to get into coming up here oh, in boy. our two segments. We're going to try to debrief football, and then we're going to get into the excitement of basketball coming up next. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about something real quick that we've been talking a lot about on this show lately. And I know as a content creator, I'm needing to find a lot of opportunities to give myself a little extra energy. And uh, let's be honest, being an Auburn fan, can be a little bit rough sometimes you need that extra energy boost to deal with the ups and downs of this roller coaster ride but the problem is a lot of those energy alternatives out there they have some we'll call them not so good all setbacks or things that come with them that don't make them necessarily the best option for you especially for your overall health but our friends at magic mind have got you taken care of after personally trying magic mind i can attest to their claim that they are very good at defeating burnout and elevating your mental health and they give you the benefits of these energy alternatives that we've already mentioned, but with some extra benefits and it's healthier for you. They help you with their mental focus, be more productive, but they give you a more prolonged, healthy, natural way 
of doing it. For those of you with certain types of allergies out there, such as needing a sugar-free diet or no nuts in your diet, if you have an allergy there, if you are a keto, paleo, vegan diets, they meet all of those requirements for you. If you're interested in trying out this healthier energy alternative, please visit magicmind.com slash Auburn podcast and use the code Auburn20 and you'll get 56% off a subscription or 20% off a one-time purchase. Again, please give them a try and check them out. We can obviously tell you that we love talking about them here since we've been talking about them for quite some time. Visit magicmind.com slash Auburn podcast for the code Auburn20 for 56% off a subscription and 20% off that one-time purchase. Our big topic number one tonight, Austin, it's not a good one. Um, well, let's be honest. It, it, yeah, it's it's challenging. Challenging is a nice way of saying it because we know the lifeblood of this show, <laughs> being an Auburn person, yep. is its football program. And there have truly been a up and down nature throughout the season. Even so in the last two weeks, because since you and I left, if I'm correct, Austin, they have had an amazing, we didn't get to talk about this, right? It's early yeah. signing day. Yeah, that that's was, right. Wow. That was after our last show. They had a bowl game. Um, I will not venture to describe because I don't think I can use some of those words. I probably should use uh, that bowl game. Some departures. <laughs> Some people <laughs> deciding to stay, come in. So it literally for the Multiple last times. two, yes, two weeks. I wasn't going to say it. Uh, it has been up, down, emotion here, emotion there, just everywhere since Christmas to this point today of us being back in the studio, not together, but virtually. Um, I guess let's start at the beginning. This is your Auburn football debrief for the last couple of weeks. Let's start with the good. Gosh. Let's start with the good. That national signing day, early signing day, whatever you want to call it. Wow. I Huge. mean, every single commit at that point, except one signed, and that's counting transfer portal people that already come in at that point. Every single one of them. I don't recall a day where that type of success was had on one signing day. There's always someone that flips. There's always someone yeah. that, you know, and Auburn was doing the flipping, you know, this, this time around, it was incredible. I mean, it was just one of the more fun that uh, signing days earlier, otherwise that we've had in quite some time in my mind. Yeah, no, the drama was minimal. I think any drama Auburn fans were hoping for was uh, in, in addition to what was already, kind of established right like you right. said not a whole lot of people flipping away from auburn it was more hopes of flips to auburn um and and reaffirming commitments and and getting the signatures in uh just an incredible job it's a top 10 class right now with a full after a full year full first class year with you freeze and the staff mm-hmm. um with more on the way you know it's not done this is just the early signing period now um and hopeful for more on the way in February here in less than a month, or I guess a month. Um, so really awesome. It, it was a big day for Auburn in terms of momentum and, and social media presence and engagement, awareness, all those things. Uh, and it just, it was like, I think you described it well. It was fun. It was a, a fun time on signing day, which that, those have not been kind here in the past uh and and have been a little more stressful so really great job kudos to the staff 
Where did you hear we weren't done yet? I heard something similar. Uh, just some guy on Twitter. It's just some guy you know, <laughs> that happens to work in the, the building. And X. X. Sorry. X. Yeah, X. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Sorry. Sorry. X, whatever it's called. I'm still going to pro- call it both probably at the same time. Yeah, I heard we weren't done yet either. Um, and we'll see how much more not done yet we are coming up soon. Uh, okay, l- let me just talk about the biggest story of the day uh, there before we move on to the bad stuff. People are calling it the best wide receiver class ever and in Auburn history. I feel like there's a lot of hyperbole in that, but I also feel sure. like there's some legitimacy to it because if if you know this is speculation at this point, if a certain other commit wants to flip, I t- I've told people on several live streams I will never argue again that it's the number one, the best wide receiver class that Auburn's ever pulled in. Right now, I think it is. I think there's maybe some room depending on when people line up when they came in in certain classes in the past. Um, there's a pretty good stretch of wide receivers there in about the 2003, 2004, five arena um, that I would argue is comparable there, but especially with not just what they were speculated to be in terms of how good right. they were, but what they ended up being. Yep. Thoughts on that best wide receiver class. Yeah. I mean, I think it is too. I think you can, uh, you can firmly say it statistically and with all the recruiting rankings and things that were not as advanced back in the early 2000s, right? You can say, okay, you look at the numbers, where these guys are ranked, where we think they could be, what we think their potential is. This is the best incoming freshman recruiting signee class Auburn's ever had. Now, you know, I think instead the fact that we use that kind of as a blanket statement of this is the best receiver class Auburn's ever had, well, we, we have no idea what they'll do at all uh, like they, i mean there's a possibility that they all either through whatever reasons don't end up panning out don't play have injuries whatever so i think it's important to say it's the best recruiting receiver class auburn's ever had because like you said those early 2000s and we have the benefit of hindsight with obama new and aroma should and and uh um courtney taylor courtney taylor thank Anthony you mix all of them tons of guys who who produced um, and probably wouldn't have had the accolades of recruiting that these guys have now. So um, just hoping that they turn into that. If they turn into that, Auburn is going to be just fine. So uh, hopefully these four receivers and maybe five turn out to to be pretty, pretty good uh, uh, examples for Auburn. It does feel like this is the beginning of something very special with that group that's been needed for quite some time not taking anything away from a lot of individual performances from wide receivers over the last few years but there is yet to be kind of a cohesive good feeling about the group as a whole for a while and you could say that about some other areas too in the Auburn football team so a lot to be excited for there it was nothing but wins all day for Auburn recruiting wise that on signing day absolutely Kyle this is not something I want to talk about right now because it doesn't is not our football debrief but I do want to talk about at some point this idea of the recruiting calendar with you yes in terms of the early sign day I just I'm putting that out there publicly so that you and I both remember put a pin in it and we'll yeah talk about that I think that's a good old crotchety man (laughs) because I feel like some coaches will get in on that with us if they were to listen in on it I'd be more than happy to go old crotchety with you on that well, let's do it, okay? Let's talk about the all bowl right. game. How about that? I mean, oh boy, all, all the good feelings just gone, every bit of them. Oh. What? I mean, I don't even know where to start with this. I mean, first off, I I was there. You were there. 
Yes. I'm so sorry. You said you had a good holiday. What's where were you, you lied? Uh, I mean, that was a, a perspective, Kyle. I was trying to put it all in perspective, blotting out my mind. Uh, I was there. I have to stop going to bowl games. First yes, of all, yes, you do. Yes, you can no longer blame like, it on me. It's it's on you now. It never goes well. I really need to stop going to any Auburn football game outside of Jordanair Stadium. Uh, but yes, I, I was in attendance in that cold, rainy day, mm. miserable day, mm. not talking about even the football weather or the football field performance. Mm. It was atrocious. 21 nothing happened, and I was like, oh my gosh, why am I sitting here? Can I make a comparison? Um, you know, there were rumors and speculation leading up to that ga- game time that there might even be a little bit of flurries in the air, and it amounted to nothing except some cold rain. And can I say that's a very good analogy as to what happened with the Auburn football yes. performance? A lot of speculation, percent. a lot of excitement, nothing but miserableness. I mean, just I'm, misery. I, I don't. I very rarely. The food was good. Okay, well, there's one positive, I guess. <laughs> That's what you got to do to help yourself. Um, I don't. I, I just don't like to come out and be all emotional about it. But it, it, it was just awful, and I wasn't even there. There was no point where Auburn was in it. I, the kickoff, None. maybe. I mean, yeah. well, we didn't. We we didn't even receive the ball first, right? Yeah, that's what no, I'm saying. They, like they, the ball before yeah. the ball was kicked off, we were in it, and that was about it. I mean, we won the coin toss, Kyle. That's literally it. Maybe I, struggled, I don't even remember. I struggled to try to figure out what the problem was. Was Maryland just much better, or did we not well, care? What well, what make some sense of it for me? I don't want to be that person to say we didn't care. Oh, it wasn't a big deal to us because it should have been. Right. I mean, I know it's the Music City Bowl, but it should have been a big deal because you get to go on a, to a bowl game. And I know the whole world thinks bowl games are stupid now. Bowl games are useless, whatever. Coach Hugh Freeze even said himself, this is a time our guys should should enjoy what they've done on the season, enjoy themselves, and, and play an opponent and play for their fans, play for pride, whatever. It should have meant more if it didn't. I don't know if – I'm not accusing them of saying they hate it, they didn't care to be out there or not. But I think that there is a point to where you can say opt-outs and transfer portal hurts. Yeah. And, we, and we could get into the calendar if we wanted to on this right now. I, I don't want to, but I'm saying that I think that's a factor here. Uh, in addition to that, I think that caused a lot of youth on the team, uh, youth to be playing immediately. Mm-hmm. Now, the youth at this point sometimes weren't even the bad parts of the game. Right. Hank Brown the, looking pretty good. At, at some points, the youth were the brightest spots of the game performance. Um, so it's not even really that either, I don't think. Uh, I don't think there was a good offensive game plan. And I think that well, that I think might we, have, I think we could see that now with a certain thing that happened. <laughs> I think I think that's been addressed. Um and has had been working up to being addressed. It was just pitiful. It was pitiful when you've got like I think. One of the, my not one of my favorite ones, but one of one that st- tends to stand the test of time. Auburn like myths that Auburn fans just love to talk about mm. is oh here comes the backup quarterback. They're gonna be a Heisman contender after they play Auburn. Well, they had two of them, and t- both of them were that. Like it's just like everything 
turned out to be exactly what Auburn fans were like. Well, yeah, we just laid an egg in a bowl game, and the two backups look like world beaters. Yep, that's exactly. And we lost to some turtles. We lost to some turtles. We lost to some turtles, folks. I mean, that's that's really what it amounts to. Got boat uh, raced by turtles. It's the uh, fastest turtles I've ever moved in my whole life. <laughs> so twenty-one points like that. I, I was honestly, I was really looking forward to this bowl matchup because you know. The, there was some history there. Clint and I did an, an episode talking about the history, not only of the Music City Bowl for Auburn being in it. Well, that history is ruined now. It's not ruined, but it's sullied a little bit. And then, you know, the history that was with Maryland having not played them in so many decades. And I, I like the uniform look. I mean, there was so much with this bowl matchup and what had been a very boring bowl season to like and goose egg. I mean, just goose egg. And look, we don't like, we're, we don't like, to be those guys that sit here and just be negative about it. But what are we supposed to say about it? I mean, like, uh, give me one positive. Like, I think Brown. And look, and I'm going to be the pessimist that says, well, duh, he lit it up. They were playing prevent defense in the fourth quarter. Yes. Like, thank you. Look, all the credit to Hank Brown. He still came in and made the passes that others yep. couldn't. Well, you know, like, it's not his fault that they're playing prevent defense in the fourth quarter, just trying to get home back to. Baltimore like so I think it is a bright spot but if you put it into context it's kind of like well still like man like it was bad it was just absolutely bad and it's such a difference between the last time Auburn was up there with Purdue maybe we're getting maybe you know all things level out and that's what had to happen for Auburn and Nashville after the Purdue I just figured it out. Okay. So, and, and when I say this, please, everyone hear me. Please don't I, say I, what you're about to say. I, you know what I'm going to say, but I'm, I'm going to say it. Please don't say it. Don't say it. If a lot of you picked up what I'm thinking, we have a tone for something that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> don't. Uh, yes. But what I'm saying is, you know, we, I will say that well, here's what I'm going to, I keep saying, I'm going to say something that I don't say it. <laughs> Austin's just saying, don't say it. We've just we just go whatever. We, go we for have it. Paid, I know what you're gonna say. We have paid our penance, and I'm gonna listen to my co-host and not say anything further. Um, other <laughs> things that have happened in our debrief besides this show falling apart, trying to rationalize what just happened. Um, we've had several. <laughs> I'm broken. We've had several uh, people confirm that they were going to be going to the NFL draft, transferring out. The transfer portal supposedly is closed now because. Others said they weren't going to go, and now they are potentially have gone into the portal. So we'll probably have some more definitive stuff around that and conversations in the coming weeks and episodes. So I don't want us to spend detail and time on that right now. The main thing is I wanted us to acknowledge the greatness of that signing day, the frustrating nature of the bowl game, and just continue to reinforce that being an Auburn fan, boy, it's a roller coaster ride sometimes. Mm. That's the truth, Kyle. Can I ask you one question before we move on? If I if I'm if it if I can behave and not it has ourselves it has nothing to do with things that you shouldn't. Does and two part question? Yes. Should Auburn sign a quarterback from the transfer portal, and do they? Should and do they? I I would say they. There are quarterbacks, Peyton Thorne, Holden, uh, Hank, and Walker. Walker. Walker takes the wide of Robbie. In terms of a numbers game, no, they shouldn't. But if they want to 
make more of a competition, then sure. I'm going to say no, they shouldn't. And I know that's a very unpopular take uh, for a lot of people, but I think they will if the opportunity presents itself correctly. Uh, Why wouldn't you? If an opportunity, if someone you think can help your football team, why wouldn't you? That's always kind of been my my rationale with that, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, I'm good with that answer. I understand that. We'll stick a pin in that because I'm sure there's some conversation coming up that for other episodes. But there's your debrief and roller coaster ride for Auburn football the last couple of weeks. Uh, we get to finally talk about something that has been completely amazing over the last. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Last several weeks, Auburn, Shooty Hoops, Bruce Pearl and the boys going into Bud Walton and just Mm. laying it, just Mm. making some Mm. bacon, Mm. sizzling, Mm. cracking. I mean, I am still shocked by what just transpired about that game. And look, we're we're trying to take a million years. We're trying to take a holistic look at this, just like we did with the football segment a few minutes ago there we're trying to kind of debrief this is not a debrief though this is a celebration of what's been transpiring because literally what's happened austin i think this is what a six game winning streak as of this recording yes point correct i think so that that would be like almost since we took a break for the holidays auburn men's basketball has not only finished out its non-conference schedule um in fine fashion which you would expect them to do they got through the usc's the indiana's uh, the Baylor's, even the App States folks. I, I, a lot of you discredit mm-hmm. that game. That's a pretty decent right. basketball team, especially at their home court. Um, got out with 11 and two at the time and then started SEC play at Arkansas. And it's going to get tough, folks. So we're celebrating right now. Don't think that just because of you, we went into Bud Walton and gave him their worst home loss ever uh, 32 points that this Golly. thing is far from over. But boy, what a way to start the SEC play and to keep this train rolling for Bruce Pearl. I mean, just it's so much fun right now. The last thing from my mind was that was going to happen. I, I literally could have never guessed Auburn would go into Bud Walton Arena, a place that is incredibly hard to play for anybody. They beat Duke by five earlier yep. this year. And, and Arkansas is not what – Arkansas has been in the past. They've got some still talented. though. They're still talented. talented. They've got, they've got to mush it all together. They've taken a lot of portal additions that are just not working together this year quite yet. Um, But to go into Bud Walton arena and win that kind of game playing that well. And let's not forget that this game is always Arkansas Super Bowl. to go in there and win by 32 is I'm shocked. 
I'm shocked. And and we keep saying this about this basketball team. There, there's not like it was Chad Baker Mazzara this time, but there's not a guy every game that is going to be your go-to guy, and you you have to have him play well to win. And I'm not saying that as a bad thing. That's a great it's thing. Not. Like Janai Broom, I don't think he scored the first half. He did not. Zero points in the first half. I put the stat line up on social media just so that we could have it for posterity. Like, Auburn's winning at Bud Walton at halftime, folks, and Janai Broom has zero points. They were winning. Like, it's not like they had to come back with Janai. Like, it's a a deep and it's a balanced team that's a lot of fun. And I think it's going to be really, really good SEC play team to get into and to to really – it's going to be tough. And I'm I'm glad that we saw that kind of success on the road at a place like Bud Walton Arena after Auburn losing to App State at App State because Bruce Pearl said it in his post game they were absolutely rattled they they were frantic they did not know how to handle that kind of atmosphere and you think well how in the world are they going to handle a place like Arkansas or these places like Kentucky or Alabama not Alabama there's like five <laughs> people there but all these other places I don't they just come out. Uh, when they can't even handle App State and to show them to see them be that unselfish and play together uh, and just take the crowd out of it. It was incredibly impressive. I, I was my jaw was on the floor and, yeah. and good for good reason. Yeah, I, look, I have stressed this every opportunity I get when I'm live on the YouTube channel, uh, on the Tiki Talkies, wherever that I have. Tiki-talkies. That's what I call it. Um <laughs> that I'd stress very fervently to not talk about so much hyperbole to talk about with realism, not over say things positively or negatively, especially when we're talking about a season that is still, well, we're not halfway done. Well, I think now we'd be at the halfway point technically numbers wise, but there's still so much basketball left to be played, but this team is just making it so difficult not to just flat out say, this is an elite eight team. This is a yeah. potential final four team. This is a great basketball team that it would be now a severe disservice that doesn't make a sweet 16 team. And I am venturing to say they are a, a should be a lock for an elite eight team. Now that's me. Most of you hear that and say, wow. Oh, well, you're saying you're number one. You're, you're one of the top eight teams in the country. Not necessarily because the games still have to be played. Rankings only matter so much, by the way, it's great to be ranked. And now we'll be kept in the rankings. About time. Uh, we also, I had someone to ask in a live stream, will Auburn still be ranked by the end of, um, January and I said, well, that Arkansas game is going to really determine whether or not we are because that's going to be the thing that kind of locks us into a spot, even if we were to slip up a couple of games after that. And on top of that, I mean, not that rankings right now in the middle of January are the most important it's thing to but, talk about. Yeah, but the five or six ahead of Auburn, including some undefeateds, lost, and that, and then you look at where what Auburn just did to Arkansas. I mean solidify for sure but you're going to have some breathing room as well i think moving up in the rankings well and here's the great thing whether we talk about rankings just how well the team's playing together right now one of the knocks on bruce pearl's coach teams of the last several years is not playing well on the road and getting significant road wins doesn't hasn't always been the narrative but there's been a trend of that in, in my recent memory Mm-hmm. And App State is kind of an example of that, even though they took them down to the wire. 
you know, that's not one you technically should be dropping in most people's minds, but it's not the worst loss in the world. Auburn just went into one of the toughest places in the SEC and college basketball. And yeah. Just embarrassed them. I, apparently, they had to go to practice right after the game. Uh, I think Andy Burcham was still finishing his post-game stuff, and they were practicing on the floor. Um, their coach, a Muscleman, who doesn't have very many muscles, um, was very upset, apparently, in his press conference. Sad, angry little man. I mean, it is just embarrassing what we what we did to them. And frankly, yeah. it's much deserved after two years ago. So that it was, Absolutely. I will say, I want to say this too. For all you YouTube Arky fans out there, where are you at? I want, where are you yeah. at? I, I haven't heard any little wee pig sueys anywhere. I'm just listening out. Having to, having to postpone that Super Bowl parade, I guess. I mean, look. I understand, you know, it's fun to beat the number one team. Auburn's done it a couple times, but hey, don't you can't have it on one end and it be this big deal, but then pretend like it wasn't at the same token. It's just, I think we're we spending a lot of time a favor by making sure that Muscleman kept his shirt on. That's true. And uh, wouldn't it have been great if Bruce ran around the <laughs> arena <laughs> twirling his shirt pretty, around? I, yes, that would have been hilarious it would have been absolutely hilarious and look he's not been one to shy away from kind of having a little fun <laughs> against the opponent doing the crane kick and stuff oh yeah Alabama. and and i i think that probably now seeing him that's probably a little bit above where he wants to go at this point but it would have mm-hmm. been fun to watch so um great into non-conference play great start to conference play auburn's got uh some tough games coming up with texas a&m LSU eventually Ole Miss is coming down the line here too. Yep. Um, we have to visit that monstrosity of a, a Vanderbilt place. Oh, I, um, that's not the monstrosity. I thought you were going to say we're visiting. Oh, that's what that's a that's just that's just sad. Uh, I I just feel sad for that. I just I'm the, going. But I'm, did we not I'll just talk there. about during the football segment about you stop? No, 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 no. Look, look, look. Football and basketball way different. Way different. I got good success on basketball, especially in that airplane hangar. Yeah, so I just feel sad for them. I, I can't even make fun of it because it's just pitiful. Um, oh, I but <laughs> the Vanderbilt <laughs> monstrosity. Now that is that is diabolical. That just that makes me want to do very unchristian things. I mean, <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna be honest. Like I look at it on the TV and I just rage with, with everything in me. it is absolutely okay we can talk about that more when that actually happens i can spend a whole segment on that uh the team is is surging right now playing well together and and i want to point something out austin to to wrap us up we just spent the entire time talking about the team yes we mentioned chad pager mazar because he's the recent star and we talked about how yeah. he's the guy that night Janai is your star of your team and you see what happens when he just turns it on and puts the team away. I mean, he's, he's kind of the catalyst that put that thing into motion for the second half, but what the prevailing thing we've talked about in, I think this Arkansas game is a good example of that. This Auburn team is almost the reverse of the last year. This is a team that loves more so to play together and it's showing on the court. Whereas Arkansas is a team full of talent that doesn't seem to play well together right now. And I think that's a very interesting juxtaposition. And I think it's hopefully a trend that you and I are going to be talking a lot about over the coming months and episodes. Well said. Yep. Well said. 
That is going to do our catch-up celebration of sorts of Auburn basketball. Thankfully, we've got something to smile about and be happy about these days as an Auburn fan. And that's going to do it for this show. Episode 61 in the books. Thank you all for tuning in, whether you listened, watched live, uh, whether you're catching this replay. Uh, we appreciate you all being here. If you want to find me, you can do so on X slash Twitter at Kyle Loomis 24. Where can they find you, sir? You can find me at Austin G. Scott. We greatly, it's good to be back with you, Kyle. We greatly appreciate everybody running with us because it's running with Reed's 61st episode, and we're happy to be back. There it is. I was wondering if you're going to use that one or not, so I'm glad you got <laughs> it in at the end. And uh, that's we'll have to remember that from now on. If you don't get it at the front end, get on the back end. Got to <laughs> run that up to the back there. Thank Wait. you guys for tuning in to the Auburn Experience Podcast. Until we talk to you again, Boy, Eagle. Boy, Eagle.